0: Joyce and be glad in it. Thank you so much for joining us this morning here at Zion Baptist Church. Uh, Again, we're focusing our study and looking through the book of Philippians in the New Testament uh, as we continue to study how to deal with finding joy no matter the circumstances or situations that we're in. Uh, Honoring those principles of Paul is illustrated through a prayer and praise and intercessory prayer for one another. Uh, and studying and encouraging and strengthening ourselves through the word uh, of God. As we prepare to open up this time to study of God's word and receiving his his word through worship, uh, we'll take a moment to pray for our brothers and sisters in Christ and our community. Uh, Definitely we have some members in Zion who suffered loss, and so we want to lift up them who are going through some time of grief and bereavement, and may they find comfort Uh, from our Lord and Savior and we want to also pray for those who are uh, going through medical uh, treatment and going through different procedures and recovering and we just continue to pray uh, for them and we thank God for uh, modern medicine and the use of the doctors and nurses uh, and the attendees who are help care for them in these situations so let's turn to our God uh, in this moment of prayer Uh, Father Lord we ask you to guide us direct us into your presence Help us, Almighty God, to just be your vessels of servants right now, that we may comfort those who are grieving, comfort those, Lord, who are in bereavement, comfort those, Lord, who are recovering uh, from medical and and surgical procedures. And so we just ask for your comfort right now. We ask for your peace. Uh, We ask for healing for our nation. Uh, Help us, O God, to come together. uh, May we see reconciliation. May we see healing. Uh, Father, move as only you can, Lord, we ask this, and so much more, Lord, we pray. Amen. Good morning again, Zion. As we study our word, we open up our Bibles to Philippians, the third chapter. This time now we're looking at verses 17 to 21 uh, in this text. Uh, We're going to focus on basically on today's subject matter uh, theme to deal with is uh, live to leave your own mark. And this is interesting. Uh, how this text lines up with some of the events that's happening in our community. Uh, we recently lost two great giants in, uh, in our world, and definitely the United States of America, uh, and the Reverend C.T. Vivian and Representative John Lewis, uh, men who stood up uh, for um, righteousness, those who were men of faith, those who were fighting for civil rights, and they left their mark uh, as you might see flipping onto the news, reflecting on their lives and their impact. And So think about how people leave impacts in your life, leave marks in your life, and think, am I doing the same thing? What mark am I leaving? What pattern am I leaving behind for someone to follow and to know Christ? And So when we look at this text today, Paul is encouraging us to follow his example and his pattern, his mark, uh, so we know how to follow him. And so I think about that about when you have someone who left an imprint in your life, those who are what we call the immortals, as C.S. Lewis says, C.S. Lewis says the immortals are those who we love, those that we remember, those are the ones who live on um in our hearts, uh in our memories. And we have some people in our lives that, that reach that moment in life that are the immortals. So I want to encourage us to think about am I leaving a good impression uh to those who are watching me? Uh, When they see me, do they know that I am a Christian? When they see me, do they know that I follow after Christ? Uh, Do they see me practice what I preach? Uh, Am I living out the sermon that I talk about? Uh, Some people may never, ever open up the Bible. And so you may be the only Bible they read. And so when they look at us, do they see love? Do they see grace? Do they see mercy? Do they see one who's been redeemed by the blood? Of the Lamb, and that's the challenge as Christians we are called to live. As Paul is writing in this letter, we're going to talk about today is that we need to be a great example of how to follow, and how we ought to be different than the example that we see here uh, in this world. And so, let us read this text today uh, together. Join in with me, New Living Translation of uh, Philippians third chapter, verses seventeen to twenty-one. It says it this way. Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. For I have told you often before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct shows they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. They are headed for destruction. Their God is their appetite. And they brag about shameful things and they think only about this life here on earth. But we are citizens of heaven when the Lord Jesus Christ lives and we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same power which with which he will bring everything under his control. And so as we look at this text today, um, live to leave your mark. Show how Christ has left his mark in your life. Uh, Paul is pointing them towards Christ and eternal uh, salvation. Uh, Paul says, follow his example and others who have humbly who are humbly seeking to serve the Lord Jesus Christ with humility and love. Paul, remember, reflecting on how Christ has changed his life. And so how we are to show others how Christ has changed our lives. So the impact, the mark, the pattern that Christ has put upon us. Think about how he has impacted us, how he has changed us and made us, hallelujah, to be more like him uh, through the working of his Holy Spirit. So you look at verse 17, right? It says, Dear brothers and sisters, pattern your lives after mine and learn from those who follow our example. So when we look at the pattern and we look, he's basically saying that what mark, what impression are you leaving behind are you in the fresh falling snow right you can leave fresh footprints for others to follow uh, your tracks and they can see the direction uh, that you are going are, are we leaving lead, leading people in the right direction are we letting people know that where i'm going you want to go in that direction as well uh, we are called to represent Christ in all our acts, So this may lead us, you know, in some instances, right, to ask for forgiveness because we are in need of grace. And on the flip side, right, we might be the ones who need to show forgiveness, to show that we are living By grace, we ought to be the ones that show what Christian character and qualities look like, so that when they see us, they know what self-control looks like. They know what mercy looks like. They know what grace uh, looks like. They know what unconditional love. Looks like because we've been changed, we've been identified by God to be changed agents for his kingdom. And that's the challenge that we're living in, is that we ought to show this world that love is the answer, that we ought to love one another. And treat one another with dignity and and so that it does not matter your ethnicity, your race, your culture, your background, but that we are all made in the image of God. And God calls us to love one another. And so then as we're not only to love one another, then it focuses our desires are no longer on the things that satisfy us, but do the things that satisfy him seeking after his will to do his works. Being a good example. Verse 18 goes on, says, "For I've told you often and before, and I say it again with tears in my eyes, that there are many whose conduct show they are really enemies of the cross of Christ. So be aware that there are people who are professing Christ, uh, but not living for Christ. Paul is writing, suggesting that people within the church, in the Philippian church, say they are Christians, but they're not living the life that Christ has called us to live. Now, Paul is kind of reflecting on the teaching of Jesus. We find in Matthew, uh, the 15th chapter, verse eight, that says these people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. Paul goes on to say in verse 19 of Philippians, third chapter, building upon this sentiment of these Professing, but hearts are not in it. It says they are headed for destruction. Their god is their appetite. They brag about shameful things, and they think the only they think only about this life here on earth. He's pointing out that because their belly, their desires are for things that are perishable, they are headed towards destruction. We need to lead people in the right direction, not lead them into d- destruction. Uh, believe them to life, eternal life. Paul is warning us that these bad actors, that they have the wrong desires and the wrong. motives, that their God, their God, who they are desiring to serve is their belly, their appetite. And they bring they are excited about sinful deeds. They brag about things they should not be bragging about. It doesn't make sense that they want to brag about things that are wicked and evil because they have no shame. And that's why we as Christians got to be light bearers and allow that darkness has no weight, has no place. Uh, We ought to expel hate and preach love. We need to express to people that when you are spewing hateful rhetoric, that that is not the reflection of love. We don't need to come back with more hateful rhetoric, but we need to come back with love. Think about the indelible mark that John Lewis left that he says the nonviolent action is working at its best with love. He did not mind getting in good trouble as long as he was doing the right thing by showing love. The marks that were left by his legacy is still living on today. The mark of these giants that fought for our civil rights is still impacting today. And so we understand that. Am I leaving a good mark for someone to follow after and do good things for the glory of God? And so this is the challenge that we must do, that we must be good models. Uh, we must look after and, and seek after God. We must truly be able to do examples for his glory and for his honor. And so when you look at this, Paul is warning that these bad actors are after the wrong desires. One, their God is their appetite, their belly, therefore self-satisfaction. Paul is pointing out that all they want is to bring satisfaction to themselves. And then he also points out their only concern is what satisfies them. Two, their glory is their shame. They are happy about their shame. And so their mindset three, their mindset is on earthly things, things that will perish, things that will not last. This again expresses direct contrast to those who will follow after Christ, who Christ calls to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things will be added unto you. And so we want to live for heaven and his word and his and his glory. Jesus in his prayer for us in the John the 17 chapter, verse 16, in this part of this prayer he says they don't belong to this world any more than I do. We are in this world, but we should not be of this world because we were bought by the price. We are born again in Christ Jesus. We are to live as citizens of heavens. Verse 30. I'm sorry. Chapter three, verse 20, verse 21, it says, but we are citizens of heavens, where the Lord Jesus Christ lives. And we are eagerly waiting for him to return as our savior. He will take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies like his own using the same power with which he will bring everything under his control. Make heaven your goal, your prize and leave a pattern and a mark to get there. We are waiting to see Jesus in his splendor and join him in glory as we wait for this this heaven to express itself to us in the final totality. We got a glimpse of heaven by Christ being in our lives, by the work that God is doing in us. Philippians one and six says, and I am certain that God who began the good work within you will continue this work until it's finally finished on the day when Jesus Christ uh, returns. So therefore, let us conduct ourselves as citizens of heaven and be symbols of hope to others. May we be a signpost, may we be a pattern that others might know that we will leave a mark upon them how to live for Christ. Make these marks and lead them to know Jesus just as you know him as your Lord and Savior. Paul says that follow my pattern and others. May we be part of that others for people to follow that pattern or what it means to follow Christ because this hope in Jesus should lead us to ethical living, moral standards, according to the word of God. Chapter four, Paul deals with those things. We're going to talk about that when we get there about how we ought to think of these such things. But before we get there, he's pointing out to us that we need to live now seeking what is good and pleasing the eyes of the Lord because he has saved us. And as we live out this eternal, this earthly journey, we are anticipating our heavenly experience and we are eagerly awaiting for him return as our savior. So when he comes back, we will know what it means to live. And so we're waiting for the totality uh, of our salvation. Uh, So he who's begun a good work will complete it to the coming of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And this work that we're waiting on, this completion we're waiting on, is that when Christ comes, we will totally understand this transformation. Look what it says right in verses 20 and 21. This is almost kind of poetic. Um, And and the language used is similar to that of Philippians 2, verses 5 through 11, uh, that we recognize as the hymn of Christ, this poeticness, uh, this theological expression. So look at it. It says, but we are citizens of heaven where the Lord Jesus Christ lives, and we are eagerly awaiting for him to return as our Savior. So when he returns as our Savior, we will all be changed and know life in this resurrected body. Verse 21 says he will Take our weak mortal bodies and change them into glorious bodies, what? Like his own. And then, using the same power, the same power that rose Christ up from the dead, the same power that's changing our bodies, is also the same power that will bring everything under his subjection, under his control, right? Reference it back to Philippians 2 5 through 11, right? Especially Specifically, verse 11, right? Where every knee and every tongue so every knee will bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord, right? So in subjection, showing that we are surrendered to the authority and the leadership of Lord. And so here's a situation, this pattern that we're living living is leading us to our destination, our goal. I press onto the mark of the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. So if heaven is in our view, that we need to run in that direction and run with such endurance and run with such de- de- determination and discipline that others will understand what it means to follow after Christ, to be a devoted follower of Christ, to have a persistent, habitual prayer life, to have a time of studying and meditation of his word, to understand that there's times that I will learn to show the principles of Christian living by being gracious, by being forgiving, turning the other cheek, and loving my neighbor as I love myself because I love the Lord my God with all my heart, with all my might, and all my strength, and he has called me to love one another. And so when we are patterning our lives and leaving these marks, these are what people are going to remember us by. These are the qualities that you want to have written in your obituary. These are the things that you want why, when you're long gone that people can remember that I remember this person to be a, a person of character, a person of quality, a person that had love, a person that demonstrated what it means to be a devoted follower of Christ, and may we live a life that leaves a mark in someone else's life that they might come to know Christ and to know that our living is not in vain. So be steadfast and unmovable, knowing that your work is not in vain, because we are working for the glory and the building of the kingdom of God, and there's people out there who are hurting. They need the right examples, the great examples, because we have the bad actors out there who are speaking one thing but doing another, but we are called to live by example and leave a mark for those to follow and see how Christ has impressed his life upon us and may they make that same impression upon them because how God is using us to be a blessing to them so leave your mark live to leave your mark by allowing Christ to be your lead and follow his examples and may others follow you as you follow Christ thank you for joining us this morning you are welcome again join us and continue to support and give to God uh, as God has, has given to you. Uh, you can give online through Zion Baptist Church or Katina uh by mail. Uh, we thank you for your great stewardship, and we thank you how God does keep good records. Uh, we also ask you to join us or to definitely email uh, if you're looking to join us through Sunday School, Zoom, and Bible study. Uh, and so please feel free to email and reach out to Zion Baptist Church, and we get you their contact uh, information. Uh, Well, God bless you. Thank you for this time. And remember, Jesus loves you. And so do I.